Because habitually, think, it's how we've done certain things, right? Well, and it I is, that, but but I yeah. think the point is, is that you don't hire people. You don't want to hire people who just think like like you. You, you oh want to hire God. people that stretch and grow you. Is the thought of being imperfect keeping you from taking action? Welcome to Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. Each week, we give you real-life stories and thought-provoking research that inspires your soul to live a more fulfilled life through your own actions. From the heart of Calgary, Canada, here are your hosts, award-winning coaches, Christopher Lawrence and Kyle Kalou. Well, hello and welcome to uh, another fantastic week of Imperfect, in, what is it? Imperfect Inspired? Imperfect, what is it? I don't even know the name of our podcast. <laughs> I do. Imperfect inspired action. Inspired yes? action for imperfect humans. Yeah, that's what I meant. And here's the thing. I'm going to take an, imp an imperfect inspired action right now. And I'm say our name wrong over and over <laughs> and over again. I'm going to interrupt today's scheduled program to bring up something that I've been thinking about. It's just been top of my head. So while I'm chatting, uh, Christopher, I'm gonna need you to do some quick research. So I know you're big on research, so you're gonna have to do some research while I'm chatting. Here's the thing, I've been seeing constantly, TikTok, YouTube, I'm seeing it everywhere. This thing, this notion that we are a combination or influenced by the five people we spend the most time with right? The people that we spend the most time with, hang out and stuff like that. And then I was thinking to myself, hmm, I'm only doing that with two people. You and your partner are the only two people I hang out with all the time. So, See, but, but I, I hear that, but you, mm -hmm. but that, that, it, that would include like coworkers and, oh. and, you know, like, like it includes everybody. It doesn't just stop at who you choose to hang out with. You know that, right? No, I thought it was just, I know, no, no, no. I thought it was just the, the, the five people you hang out with. Cause well, yes, we do associate and hang out with. So for you, it's probably work. your roommate because you live together. Don't really hang out though. But you, but but you spend time together. It's who you spend the most time with, not with. I don't spend a lot of time out. with him. Kyle, listen to me for a second and stop interrupting. It's it's who it's the five people you spend the most time with, not the five people who you hang out with the most by choice. It's the okay, five people well, you spend the most time with. So that would be your coworkers probably and your roommate. But I don't spend a lot of time with my roommate. Like sometimes it's a passing ship because he's on different schedule. I'm on different schedule. We're doing different things. And so that's really what it is. I mean, but who says it's okay? Who says it's spend time with versus hang out with? Like, because I'm hearing it all over the place. Yeah, I think that was, let's see, David Brown, who was a motivational speaker, or Jim Rohn. Okay. Uh, famous, uh, sorry, it could be Jim Rohn, famously said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Okay, I want to know a little bit more about that because the thing I was well, curious why about. Why don't you tell me who you actually spend the most time with? Because I, 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 I'm going to share something with you. 
Okay. And you're not going to like it, but you don't oh. like anything I have to say. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's been on my mind because here's the thing. Here's what I'm noticing outside of the pandemic. Because it was kind of, I was feeling a certain way, you know, low key. I was kind of feeling a little bit lonely prior to the pandemic. And I think since the pandemic, it just exasperated, you know, it just really made it. What was that, that word? word? <laughs> what was that word? Did you catch that word? Catch that word? What was that word? <laughs> what was that word I just used? Exasperated. Exasperated. Yeah, I actually felt the same way. I think this is common um, for business owners, but I think it's also common for people right now. Like, I think something like, I don't know, 70 or 80% of people in the 50s and 60s and 70s were in social clubs of some kind, associations, social clubs, totally. like everybody at a club. And now the, it's less than 30% of people are involved in a club of some kind. And, and, I, and of course, you know, technology has increased. I'm sure that there is some research that compares technology to community and, and that kind of thing, particularly social media, which for me, I have found to be you know, what I'd like to call anti-social media because, mm, because we're, we're, yeah, we're more disconnected like, than connected. Well, I was looking at it. I was like, where was I? I was standing outside somewhere waiting for something. And I was floored at the, it was beautiful outside. I was floored at the number of people who were just staring at their phones. Yeah. Well, we saw that even in a park, right? People were just all yeah. hanging out, but they were all on their phone. Yeah. So I so would say the COVID did expose it for me too, though, because I, mm. I like, you know, we talk about like first circle, second circle, third circle, fourth circle, you know, like, so like your, your first circle is like your tight, close, close, close friends, the people that it's right. just like, you can call anytime or, or, uh, you know, family, it's like, you know, it's the people that you spend the most time with kind of idea. And then mm. second circle would be like that kind of what I would call like a, a close-knit group but you know maybe it's like your games night week or your sports team right you may not hang out you, all the time but you do hang yeah out. but you you kind of rally as a as a right. group and then okay. you have your third circle which would be like you know maybe like a church or or like um an association you know, of some like sort. maybe you all go to the same church or something and then but second circle would be like the subgroups within that church right so and then mm -hmm. fourth circle would be like we're all canadians and uh, so that yeah. means you know like like so we rally together for that although canadians are not very nationalistic like we don't mm. we don't have that same kind of pride about our country that that our neighbors to the south do and it's not that we're not proud to be canadians i would just True. say that we're not nationalistic meaning it's like i don't know i, I, I don't here. yeah 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 you be careful because i that triggered me to go to another place yeah let's that, not because you know today. i remember when i was there it was like who had the biggest flag but they did nothing with the whole unity of it but anyway that's another story i think as canadians we do have that you know surface level i don't know what that is but let's just go back for a second i think it's the second circle that's that i'm looking too. to expand yeah, me too and it so feels, it feels missing in my life. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. I don't have that kind of like that club, that social club that, and I find that there's a lot of elitism. Excuse me. I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Oh. I actually, 
I, we're going to get As long as it's not off me. This. As long as it's we're not off me. We're email for this. So <clears throat> I was doing a bit of research because there's this thing with golf in our city. And it's amazing because the people that I know that golf, it's very interesting because if I have a joint venture partnership with them, they constantly miss their commitments. Whether it's a joint venture partnership or some kind of thing, they constantly miss their commitments for golf. And I get it now. For golf, because, meaning to go do golf and yeah, stuff? Yeah, to go play okay. golf. And, okay. and, and I get it now, uh, because the memberships where we are to, to play, you have to like commit like $5,000 to spend in the clubhouse, plus like 20 to 40, sometimes $50,000 to play for the season. Whoa. And it's like, like, think about like, who's playing golf that, you know, think about it for a second. Mm, yes, I do. And, um, and so what I realized, so excuse me, I'm going to be really rude. And, and there is a gray area here, but it's triggering to me. Um, I feel like a lot of where my second circle would fit, it, lots of them are golfers. And, mm. and it's actually elitist. And I say it's elitist because you have some of the most beautiful green spaces in mm. our city, our golf courses, and they're not accessible to the public. And then when you look at, like, look at, we were out yesterday on, yeah. uh, on a bike ride and everything was packed because, you know, and then I look at how much space these golf courses have and I'm just like, this is bullshit. They should all you're, be public You're access. totally right. You're totally right. Cause even, okay, you know, but here's the thing. So one can say it's because they're paying $50,000 each, whereas the government doesn't, a government space doesn't spend that amount of money in these parks to make them so pretty and nice and lush and all that other stuff. I don't know. And I think that's where the elitist thing. And I want to start you on that because you really attacked me yesterday about that whole elitist thing because that's another conversation. And, and I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm not saying it's not it happening. Is happening. I, I'm just simply well, girl, saying. How many black people do you see on a golf course in Calgary? How many First well, Nations? How many Middle Eastern? None. They're all yeah. white. Yeah. Well, listen, before we take more imperfect inspired action with that conversation, let me come back to my second thing. Like, what's up with my second circle? Second how circle. are people yeah. How are people um, actually growing that? How do people meet people right now? How do people, I was so, well, when I was younger, here's the thing, when I was younger, I was so mindful of my time because I had a lot of things. I had a lot of commitments. I was on a lot of association stuff. I was volunteering for a lot too. of different things, right? Yeah, and so me too. We, we did, so when it was my time i was so protected of it because i was out there doing shaking hands uh -huh. kissing babies all that yeah, time i was on and boards so was, and associations and yeah i was mm -hmm. so protective of it to the point where i've gotten probably really good at protecting my time that i feel i'm missing that second circle where yeah, i can yeah. engage into well, other and I things wonder if right? some of that has to i don't know i'd like to hear from non-entrepreneurs on this because i already know and certainly from on entrepreneurs but i already know the entrepreneurial story with entrepreneurship you actually don't have uh, a lot of free time <laughs> and it is, it is a very lonely path for sure. Right. You know, and it, like we work a lot, you know, and it's, and so it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I think that that's really what took me out of it. We were both part of a networking group and I think I had a bit of second circle community there, right? but a couple of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it didn't kind of get to that like deeper level. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it's like like if somebody was struggling in our it's network, like three, it's two, not three, like two. we three two, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like it was like three two, exactly. Mm -hmm. Second circle, third circle, but on the edge of mm -hmm. second circle because it's like yeah. if somebody was struggling, it's mm -hmm. not like we really rallied together to support them. Right. 
totally. You know, yeah. like maybe a church group would do or, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know that lots of people rag on churches and I would just say, <clears throat> redefine what you think church is because there's so many different mm -hmm. kinds out there mm -hmm. and there are some that are not religiously based at all. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and the only reason why I say that is because I think uh, church was a natural gathering place. Yeah. And is well, a look at the gathering place for second and third circle communication or for second and third circle interactions. And there is a rallying of support potentially mm -hmm. if one of your community is struggling. Right. It's like the, the, the community is there to help them. Yeah. Well, look at what recently happened that craziness that happened in London, Ontario, and the community just jumped in right away. You're, right. The you're community. Talking about the Muslim family that got, uh, you know, uh, killed on mm -hmm. the sidewalk as uh, some terrorists or whatever they're calling him, um, you know, kind of drove them down. But all the stuff I've seen or watched the community, their church, their, you know, their belonging, their family, like that, like, boom, everyone just, you know, just jumped up to it, right? And just started yes. to take care of things, take care of the family, take care of, What's you funny, know, the whole social had, media, have, take care of. We have had some Islamophobia. Mm -hmm. Uh, and some people say that that's not a real thing, but I don't know. I, I, we have had some of that in Canada, although not nearly as much as our friends to the south, but we still have it here. Mm -hmm. And in this small town, I think it was in northern, was it northern Alberta, Kyle? This was a couple mm -hmm. years ago. Somebody, there was, it was, it was when that shooting happened at our nation's capital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, they, they uh, killed some of the, the, you know, the, police and guards that were yeah. at the memorial as well as mm -hmm. at the at parliament mm -hmm. and it and then there was this thing uh there was this mosque somewhere in northern alberta that people wrote go home on yeah. it and it was funny because um the rest of the community so white people went and mm -hmm. got paint and painted over mm -hmm. it brilliant yeah. So that Ooh, that just so that the Muslim yeah. community didn't have to see it. So it's yeah. it's very it's very interesting. I I think uh, you know I think about that and I think you know the the more and, and you look at it like I think you'll see more and more of this the more we separate from each other, the mm -hmm. less we socialize. So I think about my five people and it's like well, lots at work. Certainly my husband, mm -hmm. certainly you, and then I have another friend. Mm -hmm. And I look at the diversity of it. So even though we're a team of eight, we have a lot of diversity in our team. We've got True. people with mental health issues. We've got people, mm -hmm. mental health issues. Oh, what would be the PC way of saying it? Well, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. They're neurologically different, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the PC term is, but I liked it when I heard it. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, we've got men, we've got women, we've got people, uh, we've got uh, immigrants, um, mm -hmm you know, brand, brand new to Canada. Like, like we have a lot of diversity, tons of diversity. And then I look at my friends group and it's like, I mean, even that like, list, half of them are me, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Not just you though. That's the funny thing, right? Like, totally. and then we've got, you know, and we've got every age group, like, like we're very yeah, diverse. And then, yeah, and I think that that's an important part of it. I look at my inner circle. So I have you and I have Vincent and I have, um, uh, my friend, Sarah, who, uh, her heritage is Middle Eastern. And so I look mm -hmm. at this and I'm like, and, and Irish, actually, I think. Um, and so it's interesting because, because I look at the diversity and I think that that's a really important part of it Huge. is the diversity mm -hmm. of, 
of that because I think it does open our minds and mindsets so that we're not so narrowly focused on a singular group of people. I also think by having groups, like you look at it, look at the people who've been craving groups, craving groups, craving groups, craving groups, and then they go to some like cult leader zealot because they mm-hmm. finally find that second circle connection. Right. And it's like, okay, but what's holding that space mm-hmm. in place of crazy? And we hear that even, I, I want to, I'll come back to another point that I had right away, but to, based on just what you just said about, and I've said this growing up, I've always felt when people were blaming gangs and I, and I said, gangs or a terror group, or they're holding a space for something. Because for people to even mm-hmm. do those things, there's something going there's on. There's a need. Like if that, absolutely, there's, there's something, a even a gang, regardless of what they're mm-hmm. doing, right? They still felt belong. And they'll hear that. We're a family. They'll jump up. They'll never feel alone because, you know, these are things. That's how it, it's able to happen. So I think, you know, the, you're onto something there when you say that. Regardless of what you think about those groups, they're holding a space for something. I want to go back to what you said about the diversity, about even from our team. Like the innovation that we get when there's an issue or a problem or troubleshooting or even just looking to expand what they bring to the table just either here's what we've done well, they in don't our think like us. country yeah here's what and we've done here's what point. my parents have done yeah Here, like it's just no all it's so so I lo- different i love right? that it challenges me sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. i'm triggered and i'm just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's not a canadian thing <laughs> You know, because habitually I think, it's how we've done certain things, right? Well, it is, that, but but I yeah. think the point is is that you don't hire people, you don't want to hire people who just think like like you. You, you oh want to hire God. people that stretch and grow you. So right? many people think that way. Hire mm-hmm. just like me, and I've often said, if you and I are doing the same thing, one of us is not needed. Right, because right. how are you going to either expand yeah, or challenges? Yeah. those limitations that we have because we all have it, right? Yep. There's certain things that you know. Well, mean, I don't have limitations, but he's really good at. And there's certain things oh. that. <laughs> um, well, I don't. I don't have limitations. I know that everybody else does, but I see what you're saying. Like I can kind of understand. <laughs> <laughs> only I, so listen, I say this often like, i say this often. let me just get this one point out i've said this often i'll say it probably for the even if i have dementia i will still say it only a mother can love you really only a oh, mother sometimes a can love you because person. you make it hard to love you sometimes and so only a mother <laughs> is obligated i'm just saying Oh my god. Uh, Y2, you. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. He calls my <laughs> mom Y2 because both of our moms are named Yvonne. Yeah, so we know the Felt second the same way too. Yeah. Um All right, so tell me what's out there. What you what, really what are, are other people saying? Shit sometimes. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Okay, so so here's something. So we've got a few minutes left. I, mm. I thought maybe I could just kind of look at this cuz we do hear this. We say, you know, you you are the average of the five people who you surround mm. yourself with. So so this is just a quote from John Rim that jo- Jim Ron, not John Rim. <laughs> Jim okay, Ron, sorry. Say, okay. Um uh and and there's something similar. It's like show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. And actually, right. the research says that there is there is nothing that actually ties to that. But okay, the the concept is correct. It's just that mm-hmm. you are not the average of the five people you spend the most time mm-hmm. with. So here, so 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 here's here's a couple of points that come up. You are indeed influenced by the people around you. Sure. Mm -hmm. But that influence doesn't stop anywhere near the five people you spend the most time with. 
it's more dispersed mm. and it includes people you haven't even met. Oh. So this would be like social influence, right? So, oh, so right. social okay. influence. So, mm -hmm. so think about it for a second. It's like, let's say you get on a bus mm -hmm. and the bus has 10 people on it mm -hmm. and nobody's sitting. Hmm. When you get on the bus, do you sit? No, right. no, because you, you may, okay. So, so those people have influenced you, right? Okay. So this is the thing. So, and it's funny because when people don't follow, because there are some people who just kind of beat to their own drum, right? And mm -hmm. they beat to the rhythm of their own drum and move to the rhythm of their own beat. Well, whatever. Same, same. Anyway, mm -hmm. we suck. <laughs> we, we, we always <laughs> screw this shit up. Do you, do you see when things <laughs> just enter our brains? Like we don't, No, it's no like, yeah. it, they don't enter. It's more like it kind of gets stuck on its way out and trips all over itself. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so here's, here, here's the thing, actually. You are influenced by... Uh, by just about everybody and everything. I want to talk to you about data okay. around the effects of family members and friends on something fairly okay. easy and okay. objective. Stick, okay, stick a pin. This is stick important. A stick a pin. Why, and... why are you always trying to poke me with something? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Caribbean, I think, is it only the Caribbeans who say that? Stick a pin, meaning like you put it on the dot, like you just hold it, yeah, right? Yeah, hold okay, that on the bulletin hold board that for a Okay, hold yeah. that for a second. Back to the piece about your influence. Okay, sometimes... Back to the I piece? Back to the <laughs> piece I said. Sometimes it's about, I think, culture, culture, culture plays a role in this. Cultural, you know, differences sometimes play a role. One I often say is... If you go right now, if you see a group of black people together and one person starts running, everyone starts running. I don't know why. Why is that? Why would everyone start yeah, that's running? that's funny. Right? Yeah. But then if you see a group of others... See, I wonder, so now I want to... I'm not going to do it today, but we should actually look to see if that's just a stereotype or if there's research on it. <laughs> I've seen but it But the funny thing is that again. white people don't even notice that. It's just black people that notice it. It's like one <laughs> black person starts running... I did see a social experiment. Now it was did just you? a social experiment. It wasn't a, it was a pop culture thing. It wasn't good yeah. research, okay. but it was funny because they, this, this group, you know, this group of people did go running yeah. and most, not all of the black people turned and ran. <laughs> right, and exactly. most, not all of the white people stood still and went, <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? This is why you don't see black people in these haunted house things, these thrillers, these movies, because we're not going to be... What did you call it? A thriller? someone here... Tr uh, uh, what is that thriller? word? Thriller. thriller. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I just... That's that's another story. We have to unpack that later on, because so, I think, back to this influence, I think some of those things happen. Some of the, It's just... I don't know. Like that is that DNA? Is that influence? Mm -hmm. But I hear that often. I see that often. If you take one person starts running, there's a certain group will run with you, and then the others we just know. It's like the animal world. They just know, right? Some of them just know to. Yeah, it's, it is kind of that herd mentality. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I wonder if white people had that bred out of them. <laughs> like maybe we're. Can we know, do a podcast on that? Like we've yeah, got to do some yeah, research on that. We need a scientist, that. though. <laughs> Like a real scientist. Um, All not right, you. go ahead. Um, go okay, so okay, so they they actually looked at friends and family and the influence of that on obesity. 
So mm. here's here's what the research says. If a friend of yours become obese, you yourself are 45% more likely than chance to gain weight over the next two to four years. Okay, okay, I, 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 that makes sense to me. Mentally, intellectually, that makes sense to me. The question is, is that the same if someone who's obese hangs, hangs out with people who are stay fit, eat differently? I don't think it works the same way. Why? So more surprisingly, Christakis and Fowler, those are the researchers, found okay. that if a friend of your friend becomes obese, so meaning let's say that yeah. you and I are normal weight, Second. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh, your friend uh, Andrew out in Toronto mm -hmm. becomes mm -hmm. obese, my likelihood of gaining weight increases by 20%. <laughs> what? Even if I don't know that friend of a friend, the effect continues one more person out. Oh, if a friend of the damn. friend, if <laughs> a friend of the friend of your friend develops obesity, you are still 10. So meaning if Andrew's friend Two, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gained weight, you're still 10% more likely than random to gain weight as well, meaning it goes beyond random. So this to me talks about, maybe this has to do with like mirror neurons, or maybe it has to mm. do with like, just the way conversation shifts. But but I think that's very funny. So your friends do make you fat, but so do their friends Damn. and so do their friends of friends. <laughs> and there is nothing that suggests that, Oh man, there's nothing that I'm reading that, that suggests that it's reversed. So, so because they had data spanning over three decades, they were able to show a real cause and effect relationship between individual friends and friends of friends and weight gains. While the researchers looked for a variety of explanations, the most likely one appears to be norms. If your friend is obese or a friend of a friend is obese, that changes your perception of what is an acceptable body size and your behavior changes accordingly. Now this is, so I wonder if you would, they said you didn't know the friend, but would you have to see the friend? Like There's I'm wondering if, that if they would it. have to be, and then they it talk about a similar effect. They talk about the um, similar effect with smoking. So it is, it's very, it's very, very interesting to me because it, you wow. look at the issue of obesity and it is a mm -hmm. failing. Mm -hmm. it, 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 we are failing at it in North yeah. America, while all over the world actually, it's not yeah. even just North. There are still people who are, who are hungry and starving for sure, and that's yeah. very sad. But actually more of our world is is overweight is obese and obese than, than, than is underweight and underfed so damn so i yeah so i don't know that's interesting so they talk about that with obesity but i do wonder about other influences mm -hmm. and so with they that don't said talk, in this article they don't talk about the positive so with that said we don't have you know tips for you because we're looking for those tips this week and i want to know how are you guys expanding your second circle what's happening in your second circle you know how are you staying connected i i really want to know because I, I don't know i want to actively expand my second circle so if you know anyone or you have tips and tricks is it association is it clubs Heaven forbid, is it the golf club? Um, you know, of golf course. Let me know. Like, what were you doing? Were you smelling your shirt? Like, what was that about? You're still on camera, oh, sorry. right? Sorry, <laughs> I forgot. I um, I, well, I, I, I had the, I wore this in front of a fire pit, but <gasps> it's been washed. Okay. And I think so it's probably maybe my so washer been... didn't do a good job because I kind of smell like smoked pork. 
So the fire pit influencer closes out, you're saying? Anyways, guys, this week, I told you we're going to go off the rails imperfect this week. Imperfect inspired we just, action. We want to know look what imperfect second, inspired I think, action. Yeah, I think your, your imperfect inspired action is to look at your second circle. Look yeah. at your next level community. What do you have? What are you doing? How are you building it? It's our goal to build a global community of inspired action takers. And we can only do that with your help. So if you love inspired action, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app and share us on your socials. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.ca and tell us what is the inspired action you took this week. Next week on Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. The more emotionally granular we can get, the more flexible our thinking is.